I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls only back at it again with another episode. My guest today, dude, you know him. He's been on the show before. He's a funny motherfucker. Give it up for Greg Nolan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for having me, bud. Dude, thanks for coming on. How you been? I've been great, man. How you been? Oh, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing all right. Uh, just, Anything interesting going on in your dude, life? Dude, just celebrating the year of Beaten Walls only. Let's fucking go. This is the anniversary episode, bitches. Woo! Hell yeah! Get a Fucking little Ric Flair in clink, there. Clink, 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 clink. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, bro! Congratulations, man. Dude, thank you. That's crazy. It's been a year, and well, uh, if I remember right, I was the first guest that you ever had, right? Second. Second. Okay. Second oh, guest. Oh, that's yeah. So Trevor was. Trevor decided to. I don't know. Let a kid fuck up his home, hopes and dreams. So he's no longer participating in the comedian Damn, aspect bro, of life. Just put him on blast like that. I think it's public knowledge at this point. If not, okay. Trevor, I'm sorry. Yeah, Don't be a pussy and give up your dreams just because you have a kid. <laughs> Maybe you could have him come and be your editor for Beat Walls. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't even. None of these get edited. I just, oh, just one solid send, clip. Full send, unless I gotta like. It's like sometimes like I gotta bleep out a name or something. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the ab- episode last night, I, I was talking about. Uh, with, with Pat George, I accidentally said somebody's name who I'm sure does not want their name in the podcast. So, okay. got to bleep that out. Um, but yeah, dude, a year of beating walls and what a fucking year it's been. Yeah, man, for real. I was going to say, uh, I mean, I, I see all the pods that you post online, you know what I mean? But I was uh, curious as to like how you feel uh, a year, you know what I mean, into it and stuff, how things been going. I mean, it's been going. Um, like we were talking about before, it's a... It's, uh, not a hassle, but it is a struggle trying to keep everything in line, like scheduling and like trying to ma- like match my schedule with a different person each week. Yeah, man. You know, uh, on top of doing the mics and jujitsu and fucking sixty-hour work weeks. But you know, I'm loving every second of it. Like this, well, dude, I think I have life really great because like the highlights of my day I experience, or the highlights of my week I experience almost every day. Yeah, you know, if I'm not doing the podcast, I'm hitting a mic. If I'm not hitting a mic, I'm hitting jujitsu, and sometimes I'm like hitting both. Yeah, I'm like these are all my favorite things. Like I have a very favorite thing filled life. That's awesome, man. And I, it's oh, hard. To, no, you're good. It was just like it's just hard to like remind myself of like this is what I wanted. You know. Yeah. You know the self. Oh yeah, because like it is, it is like a bit of work, but you're like, yeah. oh, I, I asked yeah, for this. Yeah, this yeah. this is my jam though. Yeah, man. No, you're killing it, bro. I would, like we were talking about before. It's just like, uh, I mean. I find it very interesting the the variety of of guests that you have, you know, it could, from the musicians to mixed martial artists to comedians to you know what I mean, uh, regular art, you know what I mean. It's uh, very impressive, dude. Thank you. And I think like a lot of people appreciate the the difference in you know what I mean, uh, just like episodes, just like it's it's very refreshing. I think you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Not too many uh, you, uh, listener feedback. Very often, hey man, we'll, we'll but, get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. like that's what that's like. I've talked about this before on previous episodes, where it's just like 
or I feel like you have to, like people have to kind of know you to want to listen to your podcast, and I just like I don't have that level of fame. Yeah, know? and not even so much fame. It's just like people people hear me talk all the time as it is. <laughs> well, I think I I saw this clip. Uh, I think it was like Andrew Schultz, but he was saying about um, like earning people's time. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. We live in a society in a day now. It's just like you're so busy. Everything, you know what I mean? Your time is so limited. And it's like, okay, you, even if you get on YouTube or Instagram, whatever, like you have to capture these people's interests, you know what I mean, within a minute or they're swiping up onto the next thing, you know what I mean? And uh, like he, his whole thing was like, okay, if you don't know me, you know what I mean? What, what gives me the right to an hour or 45 minutes of your time? You know what I'm saying? Like if you were going to put out like a special or a podcast or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, it's like, okay, well, how about I work this in small bits? You know what I mean? I put out these five minute clips, 10 minute clips, gain an audience and then show you, okay, I am worth your time to listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would try to do that with the promotional videos. I've just been slacking real hard on that aspect. Oh, I do remember you were doing those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was before Gary was doing everything. Literally, the, the only work I had to do was show up and schedule the get, like schedule it. Yeah, and that was it. And then he edited it, he put it out, and then he made the promo videos. But then ever since I got set up with this, shout out to Gary, it's been on me. I was keeping up with it for a little bit, but then I think it was like the episode with Ron was like the first one that I missed. And uh, after that, it was just like I was traveling back and forth in New York, a shit done, and just doing like, life just got too hectic for me to try and keep up with it. It's not Gary made this pretty retard proof. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Gary's a good yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he seemed like he had the setup when we when we were at the oh, other spot. Oh, wait till you see. It. Well, I'm, I'm gonna take pictures, of, but I'm going back to the studio this weekend. Nice. And it's an, it's uh, the new spot in Lidditz because he's uh, he's got a he had a not him specifically, but. Um, the studio that he is in now was for, like made by like an acoustician. Uh, yeah, is that how you say that? Uh, beats me, man. Uh, but uh, but yeah, dude, it's it's super legit. Sounds uh, right. Fucking, what is that? Do you hear that? Yeah. Is it my phone? Oh, it kind of cleared up with my phone. Yeah. What the hell? It's all like, dude. Youngblood actually taught me that trick. Just move, just move shit around, and hopefully it goes away. So I don't hey know. Man, good. Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There it is. There it is. Uh, what the fuck were we just talking about? Oh, Gary's in the studio. Yeah, going in this weekend to. I'm finally recording the conspiracy episode. The goal is to have ATF, FBI, NCIA break down the door. Damn, bro, you had me on the wrong episode, dude. <laughs> Dude, you want to come? Uh, I mean, yeah, I would. I would love to. I mean, you know how I go down, down those fucking oh, rabbit holes, bro. I'm I'm that guy. Yeah. I mean, oh, what, what does they say? It's like, uh, what's the difference between conspiracy and truth? Um, there, there isn't. <laughs> uh, it's about six months. Hey, that's a that's a nice that's a that's a jab at COVID, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't. All right, hold on, hold on. I'm just like, like. Greg I'm, Nolan is a known anti-vaxxer. He thinks whoa, COVID whoa, whoa, does whoa. not exist. Uh, from the. <laughs> I mean, I, I make jokes, you know what I mean, but, but no, no, that isn't that is not the case. Please do not get me canceled over this episode, dude. I don't have the audience to get you canceled. No, like, I'm this is the shit they dig up ten years later. You know what I mean? And look, it's good for business. Look at no. Shane Gillis. Look at Joe Rogan. Look at Ari Shafir. No, All these people I'm, have been quote unquote canceled. Bro, I'm just really just talking. Talking to you, bro. Yeah, yeah no, I know. 
Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. But yeah, dude, um, finally recording the conspiracy episode. Keep an eye out for that, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a fucking sick-ass time with my homie Vance Damon and his boy Joe. I don't know Joe's last name. I'm very excited for it all. But, but yeah, we're going to go into the studio for that. Um, gonna well if you if you show if you show up you'll see it you'll see the studio. When when are you doing it? Saturday at like five four thirty. Nah, bro, I gotta work. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, actually, no, I have a show. I have a oh. show in uh, Hamburg for uh, Valentine's weekend or oh, whatnot. Oh, look at you, the Valentine's Day comic. Yeah, man. No, yeah, no girlfriend. No, no, <laughs> no one that cares about me. So I might as well do comedy. Hey, no, I'll just, I'll I just care about you, Greg. I'll be your date. <laughs> Hey man, be the best looking what I could get. Hey, uh, but yeah, what have, what have you been up to in this past year since you're and dude, you like blew up kind of quick. I feel. Yeah, dude. Um, honestly, I'm. I don't know. I'm very blessed. I I feel like uh, I'm getting certain opportunities that probably you know not necessarily like not shouldn't be coming to me, but it's just like like they're so early. You know what I mean? And uh, and I'm meeting like the right people. And um, last last summer was like awesome. I I don't remember when we recorded the pod, but uh, I don't know what what I did at that point. But I was able to perform in like five different states um, over the summertime. I did a theater in Portland, uh, Maine. I got fourth place in this comedy competition in West Virginia, um, and that was like with some like national touring guys. You know what I mean? Um, so that was just like a nice. Uh, reinforcement you know what i mean like it's the comedy bro is like such high highs and then like the lowest lows you know what i mean like i I literally up until like recently i've been in a slump dude like i uh i had i would say the last good show that i had was like in the middle of december and then i went like two months bro a show a mic it didn't matter bro i was bombing dude i was eating it and i'm also like trying to develop more material you know what i mean and um it's like you get you get used to getting positive reaction from the stuff that you do well you know what i mean and it's like which is good you keep honing that and sharpening it up but then it's like you get stagnant and bored you know like i I, bro it's like i can't tell this joke again you know especially like in front of these guys at the mics that like they've heard it a million times you know what i mean and so it's like you try to take the risk and then it's like, okay, bro, I got to just get in the mindset. Like I got just got to go back to eating it. You know what I mean? Until I craft up a couple new diamonds. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know. That's just what... also it's like, I feel like I'm on a time frame in a sense. Like, I don't know, bro, I'm going to be 33 this month. You know what I mean? So it's like, and you know, I do, I do okay in what I do, but it's like, I didn't pick a career, you know what I mean? That's like going to set me up later on in life with like benefits or, you know what I mean? A retirement, whatever. So it's like, bro, comedy is kind of like this or bust, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm hoping that in 10 years I got something to show for it, but I still feel like regardless, I'm going to be on stage 10 years from now, still telling jokes about my dick. You know what I mean? Like facts. I 100% agree, especially like, what you're talking about with you know repeating the same jokes over and over and over again and just that mental wall that you hit, you're just like, I cannot do this again. Yeah, I That's, don't give the same enthusiasm nope. either. Like you're just like hitting the fucking so like, note. Uh, yep. Like that's how I felt when I was getting ready for Philly's funniest. 
And it was just like, because I was only doing five minutes, so I just kept drilling the same five minutes, thinking I was going to tighten it up. And then by the time the competition rolled around, I was just like, I'm so sick of these. Like, I don't even want to do it. Yeah. Like, I remember on the drive down to Philly, I was like, comp- like I was like five minutes. And I was like, but then the day of the competition, I was completely re- like reworked my set. Um, but and then I still wasn't even hopeful because I was like, I think I'm just going to go up there and eat shit in front of a Philly crowd. I ended up popping off a little bit and I didn't, unfortunately didn't get passed, but I was also going against like some fucking heavy hitters. Like Audrey was there. Um, fuck. I forget the guy's name, but he's a pretty prominent Philly comic. Nick something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just not like, cause comedy's, like, I guess that what's what makes a good bit is like the retail value. Like if people can hear something over and over and over again and still laugh, like it's a good joke. And but when you're in this beginning phase of comedy that we find ourselves in, we're not there yet. Like we might have like a couple, a handful at best, if not just one bit that is like every time is gonna get a laugh. Yeah. You know? So yeah, man, it's hard. I mean, uh, you can. I feel like you can tell the same joke the same way to three different audiences and get three different reactions. You know what I mean? Um, Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, so what you were saying though is like, um, I've also feel like I've learned that like you can definitely over over rehearse and over practice. You know what I mean? And um, it's like what you were saying about like, oh, you know, you get in your head, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'll, I'll like in the beginning, dude, I was that guy. Like I, I drilled my, my set over and over before a show, you know what I mean? And then I realized, well, I mean, especially through, you know, my friends pointing it out to me that like, bro, you come off robotic, you know what I'm saying? You're saying exactly how it is, like, like as you rehearse verbatim it. Yeah, yeah verbatim and it's like the audience can feel that you know what i mean like like whether you're being genuine or not and i've learned that too um but yeah it's like i i'm i'm trying now especially like uh i don't know just from the feedback that i get from my buddies my the other comics that you know what i mean i respect just like about going up a little bit looser you know what i'm saying it's like okay i know the jokes you know what i mean like they're already in there i know what point i gotta hit it's like, so I'm trying to like learn how to have fun more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I, I tell myself that before every show, just like have fun. You know, like that's what I'm here for. You know what I mean? Like your old man before a football game. Have fun, kid. You'll be great. Champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter get if you there. win or lose. Get <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah. Like, well, well, you see, dad, when I get off stage and it doesn't go well, I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I just, uh, yeah, I, I just think. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you you get in your head, you don't know whether it's funny or not, and and that can be your downfall. But I'm just trying to take more risks in in the shit, like especially with my crowd work too. You know what I mean? Like it's like that's where I feel like it's definitely one of my weakest areas, because like I don't want to take that step out and then be blank and have nothing. But it's like more often than not, bro, it it goes well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you just like if you just jump, you know what I mean? Dude, my crowd work is garbage. You think? Yeah. No, I know. I don't have to think. I know. <laughs> like, I'll ask a question. I'm just like, all right, we're going to try. We're going to do this. And they're like, the bad. I'm like, fucking, all right, moving on. <laughs> Dude, oh, bro, but that's what I'm saying. That's me is like, if I don't if I don't have something right away, I'm just like, oh, this didn't work, and I bail out. You know what I mean? But like the better comics that I watch, 
they're the ones that okay, maybe they don't have something right out the gate, but they, but they keep sit digging. In the you know they what I'm saying? They sit in the yeah. pocket, they hold it in there, and yep. until they'll keep the conversation going until bam. Yep. Then and then they give them something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bro, I had this. Uh, <clears throat> who did I host for? Um, this guy, this comic, uh, Jay Nog. He's a, a New York comic, I believe. Is he a big fan of egg? Uh, yeah, maybe in the, <laughs> I guess, yeah, around Christmas time. Um, uh, but yeah, he. Uh, that was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> during the show, this woman and like, so I I had warmed up the the show er- earlier. I was uh, opened it up with like the ten minutes, and I heard this woman like laughing, kind of making these like ooh noises. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I, you know, like I said, wasn't taking the risk, so I didn't I didn't uh, acknowledge it, which I should have. Because then later on, uh, Jay gets up there and he keeps hearing her go off and he's like, he's starts asking her questions, you know, and then we come to find out that it was like her birthday party, I think. And she had vibrating panties on. Yeah. And her friend was like controlling the panties. Right. And her friend. Was it a girlfriend? Yeah. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, he's asking all the questions. Who's got the remote? You know what I mean? This and that. And then finally he's like, can I have it? Bro, the entire room goes off. You know what I mean? And it was like, it's just one of those moments. I love crowd work. Uh, I mean, obviously, I think, like, crafting a joke is what we do. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you should be as a comedian. Really? I mean, straight up, that's that's (laughs) how I feel. You know what I mean? I mean, there's people that do crowd work and are fantastic at it. And, like, that's really impressive because that's not like a... So I'm not, like, trying to take away from that. But I feel like like as a comic like what we do is observe things whether it's like in your life or political or whatever it is you know i'm you know i'm not that guy but you know you you find the funny and pull that out you know what i mean like like the crowd work like that that should just be something that's also a sharpened tool that you have in your arsenal at least that's that's how i feel yeah no i feel that i do cuz it doesn't pay off all the time either you know right. what i'm saying but I think it makes me respect almost strictly crowd work comics even more when they no, can straight up like, like I mean Todd Barry like Todd Barry that, that crowd Big work J. tour Ogerson, yeah fucking, I mean Schultz um, does it pretty much yeah Schultz is a very loose comic like yeah. he he'll fucking disregard his entire set just to bullshit with the crowd and I fucking I I don't know I like that because I can't do that at least not yeah. yet no I, I I get that and there is something very very impressive about it and I'm not trying to take anything away I'm Sounds just like saying like shit Greg. Well, I, I just like, I don't know. The <laughs> comics that I, you know, grew up watching and, and like who I respect, you know, they're, like they are, they're craftsmen, you know right. what I'm saying? Like they're writers. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, like a Anthony Jesselnick, bro, you know what I mean? Like that that's like a different level of writing, you know what I mean? Right. And he's pretty much like a character in himself, you know? Like, I mean, I don't know the guy off stage, obviously, but it's like. Oh, he's my best friend. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's like a, a really nice guy, but he portrays this like cocky ignorant Arrogant dickhead cock. you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah but it's like it's so perfect jimmy carr very similar you know what i'm saying <laughs> jimmy carr to this day has the mo- the most i don't even have the word for it but like the just the harshest hitting joke i've ever heard in my entire life and it was uh in that one roast where ann Cur- 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 ann curry is that her name i think so yeah the super ridiculous republican broad um and he straight up just basically told her to kill herself during the middle of a roast, and it was like so fucking just yeah. Nah, Jim, Jimmy Carr is ruthless, man. Brutal. Yeah. And who else? What Nikki Glazer was on there? I think that was the roast where uh, Nikki Glazer 
was specifically told to not rip on um, Caitlyn Jenner about the car accidents. Yeah, and that's like the, hilarious. And the first first bit out of her mouth was something about you know like oh. Glad you made it here safe and you didn't kill anybody else on the way here. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fucking, dude, comedy's great. Like, like, there's nothing better than reaching out on a limb, saying the most fucked up thing you can possibly say, and just getting gut-busting laughter from it. Like, I love making people laugh, but... Bro, I, I do, I'm very thankful to be here in this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I did not expect my life to go this way, you know what I mean? But, um... Like, all the people that I'm meeting and stuff, it's like, bro, we, on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying, like, all we do is hang out with people that, like, all they want to do is make you laugh, you know what I mean? And it's like, I just, uh, when I look back at my life, like, it's like, oh, this was filled with, like, a lot of laughter, good times, you know what I mean? It's like, what what else would I want to do? Yeah, like, it's just like, like, Allison's a very corporate person, you know? Yeah, you know, she's she's very she's a very corporate person. She she has that level of, of professionalism, like all the time. Like obviously not like twenty four seven, but like it's like I'll crack a joke in a group chat. She's like, "Why'd you say that? Like his dad died or something?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, or it's like I was like, first of all, I'm not talking about his dad. I'm talking about him being the son of Anthony Soprano. You know, like I'm just yeah. bullshitting over here. But she has that constant in the back of her head, like ah, HR would not approve. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. And I'm just. Donald, dude, I have a filter, but that's just like not active. I know. At no, all. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy I work too. Sometimes I, I say things that I that I think was is funny, and then when everyone looks at me, like, <laughs> "Whoa, bro, chill so, out." I'm just sorry, like, bro. Oh, "My bad." Like, ah, didn't you know I was a comedian? Huh? Yeah. I, that's always <laughs> my excuse. Oh yeah, well, so I I work in um in a restaurant industry or whatever, and uh. Shout out to your workplace. I don't want to give it a plug just nah, in case you don't want to give it a I plug. I don't want to give it I mean, not that, no, the place is an awesome oh, yeah. restaurant. You know what I mean? Just, For sure. I just don't. Don't want to mesh. Don't want to mesh. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. But no, um, I, uh, yeah, I actually just recently, I mean, it was within like a couple months, but I had a handwritten Three three pages handwritten complaint about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a W, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I mean that's how I take it. You know what I mean? I give excellent service. No, did but, did uh, you kill? Did you kill? Uh, was it worth it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the way that my managers were laughing in the in the office when they were reading it to me, I think I, I think I did a good job. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I had these guests, and um, you know, not not making any comments in particular, but they were they were larger people. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'll and, say it, fat fucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> and we serve these really good biscuits. You know what I mean? God damn right. Yeah, you do. these fucking biscuits, dude. That people lose their fucking mind. They're so over. good. And, and I'm telling dude, you what, it's, it's the like butter. We have fish. Yeah, the fucking. It's butter. the butter yeah, that the, is fuck. Do you put crack in there? We it's. I mean, we whip the butter ourselves and then have the maple syrup and a little sea salt on there. Yeah. It, see it, now it's, you see if anybody who knows what we're talking about knows exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> So if go you're from there, the go area, there yeah, more. Sure. Go there go more. Go there. Request for me, and then yeah, yeah, dude. Because I had, I had your, I had your homie, the, the bald guy, um, when the last time I was up there with Allison's parents, and I was like, hey, I know you, like, because I basically bald met, guy. yeah, bald guy tattoos on. Like, oh, on oh, foot, Dustin, yeah. Dustin, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, hey, I recognize you. We we all hung out at that fucking really racist show. <laughs> oh, Down I Holtwood. forgot that they were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Nah, that was a wild show for sure. Oh, but anyway, sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, we, sorry let's to not, derail. Let's not get back into that. But yeah, that <laughs> this uh, this three-page um, complaint or whatever. So right out the gate, uh, they ask me when they get their biscuits for like four extra butters. You know what I'm saying? And so I bring the butter. One no butter no, per biscuit. No questions asked. Yeah, probably, I guess. <laughs> and then... Uh, the guy gets his steak later on, and then he asked me for like two or three more butters, and like just butter, no biscuit, no no biscuits for that. That was for the steak, I assume, or whatever. Like some people put butter on their steak, you know. I mean, you gotta put. Do you don't you don't butter based? Oh no, I mean yeah, but not post steak. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. I, like I'm not. Yeah yeah. Right, oh, right. we could get into talking about steak. Oh, we're gonna I, talk I, about steak. Bro, oh, I know, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I see your clips, dude. Makes my mouth water, dude. I'm sorry. I just sucked my teeth so hard into the fucking <laughs> mic right there. But it's like, my mouth is watering, dude. That's how good these steaks are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, man. So then, uh, so then, you know, he asked me for these butters. And just out of reaction, I was just like, bro, you got to take it easy on the butter. And then, <laughs> you know, I look over at his wife, dude. And she is fucking bug eye looking at me. And then that's when I realized, like, oh. The butter was for her. <laughs> I said something wrong. No, no, just like oh, I, I fuck. Like it's like, he, and that's when he realized he fucked he up. You know? Fucked up. But uh, and then like, and then I was like, oh, okay, let me try to backtrack. And then I go, I'm just looking out for you, bud. It's like I'm trying to look out for his health. You know, <laughs> like, have, do you even know what your BMI is? I know you probably think <laughs> it's about your body weight, but just a little less. But it's you know. Yeah, and then and then uh, and then he's like, I'm just like, oh, so three butters, then? <laughs> like, bro, I I left this woman, dude. She could have been a fucking stenographer because she wrote exactly what I said. You know what I mean? Verbatim in this letter, and my managers were just like, I mean, they brought me in for like, quote unquote, disciplinary action. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they just uh, started reading it to me, and then like my one manager just starts busting up laughing, dude. And it's just like, uh, I mean, I get a lot of good reviews, you know what I mean? So it's like the the one every once in a while is like, whatever. But they were like, she was like, oh, I'm just going to reach out to them and let them know that Greg's a comedian and sometimes not all of his jokes land, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't really crack jokes with customers too often uh, unless it's like super cheesy and I know it's not going to offend them. Yeah. Unless I could tell, like, they're cool as shit. Like, the one time I, I told a customer, I was like, I can't tell if you're a genius or just take a lot of acid. And he got a hoot out of that. That's hilarious. But that was after, like, that was at the end of the day. And, like, I got a good feel for who he was. But, like, like the, the most extreme joke I'll, I'll crack, like, first thing in the morning is, like, if it's, like, a really small job, like, we're just taking, like, a limb off of something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, we're just waiting for the crane to get here. And then, like, dep- like most people get it, but every once in a while, like, you see the panic hit their face. Like, oh, what do you, yeah, what do you think's going oh, I on see, here? I'm like, yeah, nah, yeah. Dude, like, relax. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just wait for the crane. Yeah. Because, like, oh, dude, you can use cranes to take down yeah. trees. Did you know that? Oh, dude, I used to do surgical tree removal. What yeah, the I, fuck? I never told you that. How have we never talked I about this? I swear to God, How have I told we you this? never talked about this? Yeah, man, when I lived in California, uh, I wasn't a climber or anything, uh, but I worked for this company, and you know what I mean? If there was a tree growing within you know, six feet of your house, whatever, we'd come in, hack off all the limbs, and then segment it down, you know what I mean? And It's called a tree removal, Greg. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, well, because I lived uh, like 7,000 feet up in, in the woods. Mm. And, uh, what, Joshua and, Tree area? Uh, that was on the back side of the mountain, yeah. Um, okay. I lived uh, in, in Big Bear, like Arrowhead area. Big Bear! Yeah, San Bernardino County. But uh, 
yeah, I so these, I, I mean, these things was, like I know what the fuck you're talking about. Just like California's big woods, dude. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, in the area that I was, but like it was, we had like logging companies come up because mm-hmm. we had this really bad um, bark beetle infestation, uh-huh. and so they like killed acres of trees from the inside. And then also, you know how dry fucking California is. Like I got evacuated three times uh, were because of forest there? fires. I mean, I grew up there most of my life. I mean, my my dad we we moved around all the time. So I I lived in California. I lived in Las Vegas for like Pre five or post years. Jehovah's or Witness uh, or during during uh, during and post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, felt. Can I, I don't know if I ever like apologize for this, but that night you brought your mom to the rec room, and I was just like, yeah, I get you. I understand why you'd be an alcoholic, being a Jehovah's Witness, and all. Like, no, dude, I, that's I, fucking I felt hilarious. So, I felt so bad because I couldn't tell if she feel was feeling bad. it. I couldn't tell she was feeling it. She was a good sport Bro, about it. Yeah, but. no, my my family's all very thick skinned individuals, and I mean, honestly, you can't like <laughs> deny, you know what I mean? The fucking the shitty background, the the fucking alcoholism and drug. Now, who, I mean, it is whose it idea is. was it to be a Jehovah's Witness? Uh, yeah, so honestly, I like my grandma got bamboozled. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking. <laughs> so you're generational. Yo, was well, yeah. So my it's grandma like got into mom. it, and then like yeah, raised my mom and and her. A sister and then like my dad he was he grew up in it because of his mom well okay my dad he's he's my uh stepdad but he raised me since i was two or whatever but anyway um he uh they you know married each other like within the church within the church yeah my and i was in there for a while yo i'm pretty sure like like my dad just got married just because he wanted to fuck you know what i mean like honestly i mean that's what a lot of dudes do straight up bro like it is this whole that whole organization is fucking corrupt and disgusting dude like i mean i i hate to bring like i'm not trying to damper up oh no no dude fucking yeah let's talk about it but bro it's just like like you know they they create this whole um like closed system, you know what I'm saying, where you aren't supposed to get any of your information from any other outside sources except for them. You know what I mean? They even created their own like app and and website. Like they're very fucking crafty people. You know what I mean? Like they understand. Not like like you see other religions. I mean, I don't follow like a lot, but it's like uh like the the witnesses are at least fucking savvy on keeping up with technology. You know what I'm saying? Like they even started these fucking children's uh like like um directed videos animated videos about bible stories whatever the fuck they want to brainwash these fucking kids early on to keep them in this organization to siphon off money you know what i mean and like and do all this shit for for what you know what i mean like i mean there it's a doomsday cult you know what i mean is it really i just thought it was another religion they bro they try to like, dude, let it like out, pretty it up. You let know it what I'm out, saying? Greg. People need to know, bro. It's like okay, when I was getting raised in it, I didn't realize like like the things that they were teaching. You know what I'm saying? Until like I got older, and then for some fucking reason, I was at the like the lowest point in my life for for a minute, and I was like, you know what? The last time that I remembered like things were good is when I was in this. You know what I mean? Like religion type shit. Like that was when the family. Yeah, I mean whatever. And so I go back, and they fucking love bomb you. I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but it's like that we're just like, oh, we missed you. Like, we're so glad you're here. And, you well, know. any any new person, like any any new person that comes to like the meeting, the Kingdom Hall or whatever they call it, to um, check out what's going on, everybody in the organization is like 
quote unquote trained in a way to approach you after the meeting's over, like, like right away, be as friendly as possible, try to be inviting as possible to the situation, make you feel like welcome, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they, like, and to make you feel like this is a different environment that they've ever experienced before, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, yeah, dude, it's just, uh, pretty much like at the, the end of the, like what they believe in is like, they believe that, you know, the earth was made to like be a paradise. You know what I'm saying? So when Armageddon comes, uh, Jehovah is going to destroy all the people who, you know what I mean? Aren't like pretty much, you know, loyal Jehovah's witnesses, you know what I'm saying? And then they're going to start over, you know what I mean? The civilization on earth, but the, what they don't tell you what they like, you know what I mean? Like, is that the great cleanup is what they call it, quote, or whatever, is like them cleaning up all these dead bodies, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Like, that is like what they, like... Like, like their job is to be the janitors after everybody yes, dies. Yes, yes, and, and then so, like, they, they believe in, like, this new system or whatever where everything's like a paradise that they, you know, eventually cult, cultivate the earth into, you know what I'm saying? But then, like, the one elder that I was, like, studying with or whatever... Like he goes, oh, I would, I hope, like they try to like tell everyone they'll have assignments like in, in you know what I mean? The, the new world or whatever they want to call it. And like, he's like, oh, I, I hope that I get to live like by the beach. And it's like, what do you mean you hope? Like, like this, bitch move. This is a fucking, you're talking about a perfect world. You know what I mean? And like, you don't even get what you want in it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you're, you're still fucking working. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't understand what the fucking end game is. I don't know. I just like I have a horrible taste in my mouth about religion just because of, you know, what I experienced, you know what I mean? But I just I believe in science, you know what I'm saying? And there's just too much fucking irrefutable evidence at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. But uh is it religion or organized religion? Uh I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a spiritual person, but I support anybody's beliefs and anybody's, you know what I mean, like, right, like, that's well, why. I, let, let's pump the brakes on that. But I, well, not, I, not everybody's beliefs should be supported. Like, furries. Furries' beliefs should not be supported. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm sure those those uh, costumes probably feel pretty good, you know what I mean? I don't care. I don't care. We, I'm 100% for mass genocide of furries. I, I know I'm alienating myself from juggalos because Violent J's daughter's a fucking furry. Maybe you should have been a better father and not allow your daughter to become a furry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that we, uh, we get onto the topic of religion. Uh, I just finished a phenomenal book. I've talked about it before. On the podcast, it took me. It took me a little, little, little longer than I, I'm willing to admit on the podcast how long it took me to finish it. But the, bro, I have not read a book, and I can't even tell you how long. Dude, books are dope. Love books. I really should get back into it. I feel really bad because Kyle Neff he loaned me this. Um, what the fuck is the title of that book? It's like the, the Bible. Last... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He, he he would with all his fucking the colored pencil markings and all that yeah, shit. He defiled the book of God. Way to go, Kyle. <laughs> onto onto Bible number two. <laughs> um, Here we are just fucking destroying his bit. His bit. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I hate that because his bits are so like beautifully crafted for sure. You want to talk about a, a fucking writer? Uh, yeah. Kyle Neff, Kyle dude. Neff, Shout out to Kyle Neff, dude. Funny guy, great, even better guy. And he let me borrow this book. I read like the first chapter or two and it is so fucking good but for some reason dude like when i get home 
my first thought is like I'm just gonna have a beer and play video games. Like I'm not even, you know what I mean? Like I don't think to, to fucking yeah, you know what I mean? To expand my mind a little bit, you know? Yeah. But uh, I just finished uh, the Immortality Key. Okay. Have you ever heard about that? Nah. Uh, uh, Rogan had that's actually heard about it. Rogan had the author on um, back at the beginning of the pandemic, and dude, so basically, it's like, so you haven't heard about it? No. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Buckle up, dude. Yeah, man, I'm so, going to blow my mind. Basically, in this book, this guy, smartest guy in the world, turns himself into a pickle. Isn't that an episode of Rick and Morty? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, that was a joke. I'm sorry. I can't. I just tried to meme in real life, and it was so fucking dumb. I'm oh, sorry. Bro, you are talking to the wrong guy. I'm like, sorry. Probably, <laughs> you know my social media presence is, like, non-existent as well. Like, you're talking uh, to me about a meme that I should know? Like, I'm... Uh, nah, that was dumb. All right. But anyway, the... <laughs> I guess that was just for me. But uh, I also didn't even know about the book you're talking about, so then you're trying uh, to double yeah, yeah, down yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, like. yeah. Fair, fair. Got to read the room, I guess. <laughs> what do you think? I'm a professional comedian or something? I thought you were a professional podcast host. Fucking <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> no, like... But uh, but yeah. So basically, the the entire premise of the book was that the foundation of of the modern religions were entirely from psychedelics. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, okay, I haven't heard. Of this book in particular, but I had I have heard, heard of you've this, heard this theory, theory before. Yeah, yeah. And he he really breaks it down as I don't think it could be done any better because uh, he he starts because it all it all originated or at least documentation wise it all originated from this uh, town out, like a mile and a half outside of Athens called Eleusis, and the big the big hubbub was the Eleusian mysteries. You know, you die before you die. Um, and like you have this, you know, vision. And you be like you see God essentially, right? Mm-hmm. And and the first, I don't know if it was the first, but uh, when it first hit America mainstream, it came out like peak war on drugs. You know. Uh, oh, so this is an older book. Uh, no, this this book that I re- just finished is newer, but he was not the original founder of this idea. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl Rook. And uh, I forget the other guys. The last name's Watson. Watson? No. Watson. Yeah. W-A-S-S-O-N. And the their theory was that um, that Jesus was just another portrayal of Dionysus. And that was the big theory. It was not remotely accepted in academia because at this point we thought we knew everything from the ancient world. This was like in the 50s and 60s when LSD was first coming on to the scene. Um, and Terrence McKenna had uh just published his bark about psilocybin right mm. and but he goes through history and like uh he calls it the analysis of the classes classists classicists i don't know how to talk to you i'm sorry classes classists yeah i think that's right what else would it be <laughs> uh, well i know i know like so a classicist is somebody who studies the classics, like the ancient Greek literature, correct? And like that's basically what he was doing. He would go through the the connection points between the Bible and like uh, specifically the Gospel of John, because that was kind of like the premise of the Eucharist, correct? And I'm getting I'm getting way ahead of myself. No, I'm, but I'm interested. So throughout man history, there have been death cults, correct? Like people uh, drinking, be like he f- he first like published like 
the fact that beer was actually invented before bread. Before it was really kind of considered that bread was founded before beer. Yeah, like a solid like six thousand years beforehand. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but beer the like the the concept of what alcohol uh, is beer specifically, and then it gets transcend uh, as the book goes on, it gets trans transferred to wine. But people would have psychedelic experiences with the beer. I would have thought wine would have came before beer. Beer was first, but it wasn't like. But like, I it mean, wasn't, fruit, it wasn't like, fruit ferments itself. You know what I'm saying? That is true. It's like you see monkeys that, that get drunk off of the, and this was like kind of the whole premise of the book was that what we were what we're reading in the Bible specifically, and they're talking about wine, mm-hmm. isn't wine today. Like it wasn't really entirely fruit based. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you're you're like still you're getting like there's like a hallucinogenic effect. Or yes, like that. but yeah. it was more so of like a mixture of like herbs with some fruit and like beer like that and shit mm-hmm. but it was like i guess mead like okay um or however whatever the difference is and he broke it down to like he was able to god i'm trying i'm trying to like summarize a fucking book right now <laughs> um well i'm interested like how so okay, he's saying that this all like originated from what was the god Dionysus. Dionysus, because Dionysus was the wine god. Okay, so how how would that that story or that culture's info, you know, what I mean, make it all the way down to Jerusalem to influence the? You know what I mean, well, that was the thing. Like there was the there was a or not so much Jerusalem, but Italy, where the Roman Catholicism was really hitting the scenes because you know the Mediterranean is not that big of a sea, like as far as importing would go. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people from Greece would migrate to Italy and the surrounding areas, um, and he basically as scientifically based as he could, like tracked this Eleusian mystery, right? Because it went from Eleusis to places in Egypt to uh, Rome eventually. And like that's kind of where the idea of like a witch would come from because a lot of, like I said, it was like herbs and then some mushrooms. And, like, like they had discovered a, a pot um, a little bit, I want to say south of Pompeii, um, and in like they were able to, they called it archaeo botanical, yeah, archaeo, yeah, archaeobotanists analyzed what was inside the vase, and it turned out to be like nightshade and fucking mm-hmm. um, cannabis, like they like it was like herbs and fruit and shit, and like it, people would have a trip essentially from these things, and then he de- like he outlined it. Uh, like to where this shit was present to like up until deep into the middle medieval ages when the church specifically was going on their winch, witch hunts. So, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I completely you have, believe. You have to like, l- listen, I just butchered this book. It's fucking beautiful. But yeah, I mean, I, I understand like the, the concept of what you're saying. And I mean, I think that there's definitely probably some some weight to that because I've heard the one example was about like Moses and the burning bush, you know the what I mean? The acacia bush. Yeah. And when it's set ablaze, you have a psychedelic yeah, experience. Yeah, it has the DMT in the tree, yeah. I believe. In, yes. Yeah, I mean, is so it DMT? I thought I thought that that's what it was. Okay. Or, oh no, ayahuasca. I, well, I mean, that's the type of DMT. That's, yeah, a, yeah, what, yeah. that's the ME. What, the derivative or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, you know, they're saying that, that, you know, he inhaled that smoke and then that's, he started tripping and, and it's like, Bush will talk to you if you're tripping balls hard, <laughs> bro. Uh, yeah, and that, and that's what I'm saying is like you know 
it makes sense. The, these these basic rules, you know what I'm saying, in religion, like, you know, like love thy neighbor, you know what I mean? Like thou shalt not steal. It's like it's like, yeah, when you're tripping balls, you know what I mean? Like you fucking feel that. You know what I mean? Like like I, I, I'm in peace with everybody. I, I feel I share this consciousness, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, obviously you know that I'm a fan of of psychedelics and shit, but it's like uh, you know, I like everyone if you're in the right mindset and mental state, you know what I mean, should experience that because it's like, it really gives you perspective on like where the fuck you are in life and you know what I mean, how things are. And like even even with the religious aspect, you know, it's just like that was like the whole idea of the trip, like the Elysian mystery was so that you could meet God and become one closer with God and then it just like people got so hype on it. Bro, I mean, it's like you look at every... I mean, most civilizations, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they had a, a shaman or a, a medicine man. Like, I mean, and and honestly, uh, I've watched a documentary on, on ayahuasca trips and stuff. But it's like, you weren't even the person doing the drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you go to these ceremonies, like, it's the medicine man that took the drugs. And then they would do, they would see the, whatever, the elves or, you know what I mean? Like, they would see the people on the other side. And then they would um, pray over you, you know what I'm saying? And like, and like, that's what it originally was. It then, it, and then Eastern society came in and, and took over that shit, and then turned it into what we do now, you know. Well, they're seeing like, and th- this kind of goes along with what the book was outlining there towards the end. Do Do you just want to borrow the book? Well, you said you don't fucking read. I'm not gonna give it uh, to bro, you, bro. Don't give it to me because like go I, I was saying, Kyle Neff still hasn't it. got his book back go, yet. Go, I'm telling you, you gotta read this book, especially if you're with a with your religious background. I think you'll get a kick out of it from that aspect because like it really paints the 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 Catholic Church in not a great light. Um, shocker. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, <laughs> wow, <laughs> shocker, surprising. Don't don't tell me the end, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of like like oh, it's a beautiful book, The Immortality Key, written by Brian Mescaru, Mescaru, Mascaru, something like that. Aru, look it up. It's a great book. Yeah, man. I I just I I I feel like it's uh, ignorant. You know what I mean? For people to not think that that had some type of form of shaping our, you know what I mean? Like our history and where we came from. And like it's like I everything. watch. Yeah, everything. everything. I mean, I watch um all these uh clips on youtube like um nutty facts and you know this and that about like ancient history but there's like tons of clips about what drugs they did in ancient egypt what drugs they did you know what i mean over here it's like every civilization was getting fucked up on whatever they could because like honestly what the fuck else did you have to do you know what i mean you farmed your lands yeah you know what i'm saying you fucked and then fucking try to get fucked up and you know i mean try not to die you know that is very true try not to die Dude, keep yammering about religion because I got to piss. I've been really trying to hold it in, but I have a bitch ass bladder and I don't like oh, pausing. No, I feel like I'm bringing down the pod. No, with you the are not shit, new. Dude. dude, this is great. This is exactly what I don't, the people I, want. I, don't, I really don't know. Uh, Do you just want me to pause? No, I mean, it's, it's up to you. I really don't know what else, like, I what I want to talk about with the fucking witness and shit. I was just, you were asking me about whether, whether I was like organized religion or all religion. My bad. <laughs> and uh, and you can go. Right. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you were just you were talking about the organized versus non, and I'm just like, uh, I don't consider myself 
like a spiritual person necessarily, but like I believe in fucking energy. You know what I mean? I believe in vibrations. Uh, obviously, it's like scientifically proven. You know, like we emit electricity. Um, you know, I do feel like. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not like an astrology person either or whatever, but then people bring up these good points. It's like, okay, if I, if I believe in science and it's like, uh, you know, the moon affects the tides of the water and stuff and we're 80% water. So like, how does that not affect your mood or whatever? So I, I do think that there's like valid things in there. You know what I mean? Um, I just like me personally, I've never seen a ghost. I've never experienced anything like on a spiritual level where I'm just like, oh yeah, there's something there. You know what I mean? I, I think science in itself is, is like a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, we're all made of like this fucking stardust, you know what I mean? Over billions of years. And this is what we've evolved into to be the best vehicle that nature could have fucking created for us to continue fucking humankind you know what i mean <laughs> not to sound like elon musk or some shit you know? i don't even know what the fuck was going on in here but it sounded great in the Did i i hope so bro i was just trying to fill time honestly <laughs> these people are like who the fuck is this guy like it's crazy because like we started off so hype and then we just like dived into this philosophical discussion of like the premises of God and religion. I know, bro. I hate it. Like I'm supposed to be the funny guy, you know. Oh, what I mean? dude, it's this, like... is, this is what the podcast is for. You know, we we, well, we I enjoy we dip not into, having to try to be on either. You know, what I'm we saying? we that's dip what into each other's minds, beliefs, theories. You know, that's what that's like. What we were talking about with the wide variety of like guests that I have on here. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's just like yeah, it's great to be able to shoot the shit and be like, hey, how about these Jews? You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this is. I feel like I don't feel like too many people have. These uh, these types of conversations where we yeah. kind of discuss like the entire premise of uh, of human belief and where we come from because like and this is this is what really really blows my mind especially with this book dude I'm gonna keep talking about this book ladies and gentlemen I'm sorry just read it read it so you know what the fuck I'm talking about you will not be disappointed I promise but we're like it made me realize how short like the human period has been because when you think of like it fucking blink yeah like like ancient egypt four thousand years ago if that yeah but bro i saw this clip uh if that that <laughs> it was it was elon musk actually and he was saying about um <clears throat> you know like i mean the time length of how the universe is playing out but he's like you know our sun is going to expand and take over the earth you know what i mean so he's like he's like if 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 civil if humankind didn't evolve like if it evolved any later than it did you know what i'm saying like we wouldn't be here it was like it was like we had this brief window you know what i mean and like here we are but it's like uh some would argue that's because of god some would argue but <laughs> do you believe in god do you, do you believe in god Bro, I don't know what I believe in anymore. I, bro, I, I mean, we could be in a fucking simulation for all I fucking know. You know what I mean? That, that's what that one kills me. That one really kills me, bro. I mean, if you think it's like, I mean, we, uh, okay, we as a society are are you know building AI. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And and once we do, we are going to generate, um, fucking simulated civilizations and right. universes because it'll to be as play close out, to reality exactly to play out. The, I mean, I think in, I mean, the, the best example I can give is like uh, with this CRISPR shit, 
like that fuck that thing yo for real i mean well it, it is scary because it does have the capability of eradicating every disease known to man but also it's like um you know who gets to control that you know what i mean uh who like are the wealthy gonna fucking live forever you know what i mean while yes. while the fucking re exactly like yes. that, i mean that's how it will go you know you saw uh um don't look up right Nah, I didn't. I, I hear should. I hear a lot of talk. It's about pretty it. good as far it's as like, movies go. It's a decent movie. Is it good? Yeah, it is. Every it's but like it's a, it, everyone's a little too close. Everyone to I home. talk to about it just gives me a different fucking viewpoint about like what they think it's about, and it's like I really just think it's like what you think because because they're like some people tell me uh it's it's about COVID. Some people tell me it's about fucking uh the um the environment uh situation. You know the global warming. Some people tell me you know it's just like uh. I guess you could use it as a metaphor for whatever you want. You know yeah, I mean? it, it does kind of have that open-ended feeling. And it's I about see, trying to like get out a message that all these fucking people just don't believe you, right? Right. Or like some shit like and, that. And like it makes sense why people would say like, but I would ar actually argue the opposite that it, it is not towards COVID because the people who are being shut up were actually telling the truth. Mm. Or I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I was. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me let me formulate this a little bit. Better. I mean, it's similar to COVID because the people who were telling the truth were the ones being shut up, censored. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it was you know, but then I also see the counterpoint where it was just like, where people see COVID like that. Where, but if you're paying attention, dude, if you're paying attention, the people who are not shutting up are usually the wrong ones with this COVID shit. <laughs> I mean. That's how I feel about it, bro. I don't know. Get, dude, like, get, get your news from a third-party source. That's all dude, I got to say. Dude, just stop. Like, no, don't, don't. News is not important. We don't need to fucking know anymore. We, we, we are at pinnacle information saturation. We're not getting, like, there's too much out there. Like, we are not supposed to give a fuck about what's going on in Mexico right now. No, I mean, I agree with you, but I also feel like... That also has nothing to do with... Don't... I, I was just ranting for the sake of ranting. Oh, right no, there. you're good. I was... <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to say, uh, it's like, yeah, about the, the information saturation, but I also feel like you should be aware of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, look at the shit that, that is... Bro, I got to be on this conspiracy episode, dude. Like, yep. this shit is crazy. What Quit your things job. are going on right now? You well, know what I mean? what, what time's your show? Uh, I don't. It's it's in Hamburg, PA, so I got to drive like a fucking hour and a half away. So Hamburg's not that far, is it? Unless you're deep side of Hamburg. I mean, I'm up in close to Berlin. I'm up in Hummelstown, Hershey. I don't. I don't know. Huh. I don't know what the distance. I. I don't know. This we'll is, probably this record till about seven or eight. We'll talk about it after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But cool. uh, but yeah, dude. Because I'm a, we're like. Little sneak peek, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna be talking about the Franklin cover up, MK Ultra, and like probably Pizzagate just to tie in. Just gonna hit all the classics, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know about the Franklin cover up? Not many people do. Uh no, I mean if uh I don't know if you wanna refresh my memory. I don't I don't believe I've heard of it. So it all originated from uh a financial scandal in Omaha, Nebraska, where there was a, a bank that like was open but not open and people would go to withdraw money and they'd be like, ah, what money? You know, like just straight up like money like billions of dollars just went missing out of this out of this bank. 
and then a kid goes missing, and a mom hires a private eye, and this private eye goes on like a multi-year investigation on like how this kid went missing, ends up finding out who murdered the kid, why the kid was murdered, and like and like just from just from crumbling of the cookie in that one investigation he uncovered this massive child sl- sex slave trafficking system get the fuck that was here. that was like perpetuated by foster homes and then this also like the head of this bank was incorporated in all of that and it was supposed that it linked all the way to Washington and oh, he had substan- he had substantial evidence and was on a flight back because, like, he eventually tracked down this one kid who worked for these people, and he had like videotapes because, like, these were all, like he like he was a foster kid, right? And like they would just kind of use the foster kids to like uh, kidnap and and uh, what's the word? I don't want to say brainwash, but like like what groom groom oh, these yeah, kids okay. into like these. These sex slaves a little bit, and he wrote diaries. He had tape evidence. He had all these documents. And when he flies out to go get the shit, he gets it on the flight back. He gets murdered. Plane explodes. Get the fuck out with of his here, kid, bro. With his kid on board as well. And then uh, and even that was controversy because when the, did this happen? How do I not know this about was, this? This was seventies and eighties. Oh, okay. And interestingly enough, right around I don't know if you saw that John Wayne Gacy documentary on Netflix. Uh, I didn't watch it. But it was about, like, John Wayne Gacy would frequent Omaha, Nebraska a lot. And you should watch that because, like, and that, and, like, listen, we're we're, kind of ruining, I'm kind of ruining this weekend's episode. Don't get into it. But listen, like, this is how tightly connected these things are, ladies and gentlemen. Like, John Wayne Gacy, the clown serial killer, more than like, because he, he not professed his innocence because he admitted to murders, but... He specifically said that all the bodies that were in his basement, like maybe two of them he had actually killed. Bro, you are blowing my mind. I'm definitely checking this I shit mean, out. This is a I very, didn't mean to, to this fuck is a up very your next loose, episode. This is a very, no, no. Because listen, it's not a one episode thing. Oh, no, like, this definitely. Is, you can I'm get rambling, layers of this I'm shit. I'm rambling off fucking years of research and like just shit. But like where there's smoke, there is fire, ladies and gentlemen. That's just crazy, bro. But yeah, dude, like essentially, um, odds are, my guess, my crackpot theory is that somehow John Wayne Gacy was involved with this network of foster home kids being like, dude, so fucked up. That is crazy. Uh, I'm just waiting for them to tell us the aliens are here, bro. Aliens have been here. That's what I'm saying. Dude, they've been here. uh, Aliens are fucking pish posh at this point. Pish posh, dude. Pish posh. Pish posh. I just want to know if they're living uh, in the ocean or not. You know, like you know, what I mean, Ooh, like the they've ocean? been here the whole fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Isn't it crazy that we know more about space than the ocean, bro? It's right. It's crazy, dude. There's so much down there. We need to find out where the fuck your show is and how long it's going to take you to get there. Because you should really. I might be. I might be able to bump up, bump up the stu- the start time. I just have a, I have a family thing. Like Saturday. earlier. Yeah, I might be able to maybe do a four o'clock thing. Uh, yeah, depending on because if we do like a two-hour thing, I just like to be there just to hear the shit. Honestly, oh, no, you, you, we need to get your input because I know you know things. I, I know you know things. I watch too many videos. You know the Earth's flat, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Space is fake. Earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's just the firmament up there. It's just water on the outside <laughs> of that bubble. <laughs> 
Um, uh, for, do you remember that guy a couple years ago who shot himself into the atmosphere? The guy, yeah, he was a regular astro. I mean, like he tried it multiple times, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and then he succeeded, and then he died. And then what he, then he died, he died he, the last time, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But like on the way down, he was describing what he was seeing, and it wasn't like a flat Earth, but he saw multiple Earths, if that makes sense. Like you know oh. how you know how you look at the map. You know how you look at the map and what, you see it's like the the yeah the spheres the sp- like cut up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like looking. You know what I'm talking about? Have you heard that before? Where it's just like there's multiple continents on this one Earth, and this is just one section of it. See, well, that's the that's the shit that that I'm talking. Like that's what I get into real hard is like the space, like you know, theories of of what's going on. Because it's like okay, like I've heard a theory about like the Big Bang. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Ours wasn't like the only one, you know what I mean? Like there's multiple big. If if because if, if one if, happens, an infinite amount of those happen. Well, that's what I'm saying. If space is fucking infinite, you know what I'm saying? It's like okay, if you got to the end of space, what would be on the other side of it? You know there's what no I mean? It's fucking exactly. That's what I mean. So but it's is like, there an end of space? Well, and then I also hear it's like okay, we. You can talk about multi universes in in different ways. You know what I mean? Like like what I'm talking about about multiple big bangs. So it's like okay, there's universes over here and here, or even within our own system, I there was a astrophysicist. I don't know know what the correct term, quantum mechanic. You know, what I mean, professor, whatever. But he was talking. I think about, the word you're looking for is nerd. Yeah, <laughs> super nerd, dude. I would have beat up in high school. Dork, like, dude, give me your lunch, buddy. <laughs> but he was saying about how like, okay, like you know, space is expanding faster than light. You know what I mean? And so it's like this universe that was born probably billions of years ahead of ours in this explosion, you know what I'm saying? Their light will never reach them and and so they will never see us and we will never see them no matter what. You know what I mean? So it's like then you look at multi universes like that. But it's like, yeah man, I, I don't know, dude. Like I said when you when you're taking a piss, like I'm not a spiritual dude. I don't know what the fuck's going I don't know shit about shit. You, you know should, what I mean? I'm not gonna tell you what you should put like But dude, I believe in energy cool. and I believe in fucking uh you know vibrations and, and fucking electricity, all that, you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> no, bro, I, I was just saying, like, your body emits electricity. Like, you know, I know, I that. know, but it's just so funny. Like, I believe in electricity. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks a lot. <laughs> we got, we're fucking Ben Franklin over here, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking, you didn't even need a kite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think, at any point in time, a decision is made on a personal level. Another universe is is created. That's absurd. I don't think so. How, how do you figure? Anytime you make a decision, yes, I do. Oh, you're talking about like the split shit. Like, yes. like okay, so one in one reality you did this, yes. and in one reality you did this. Yes. I mean, I can't say that that's not like, real. There's no way in hell I haven't died yet. There's no way. But if he did die, would you even know? I I fucking hope not, bro. People ask me like like oh you know do you think that there's something like after this or whatever? And I fucking hope not, bro. Oh no, life Honestly, is eternal, bro. Life is eternal. Dude, I promise I, you. I hope not. Do you like, you, like I I feel like by the time I get like bro, I'm I'm a crotchety dude now, and I'm fucking thirty three. Dude, you are just in no. a fa- you're you're into Buddhism and shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but that's this because just, the depths of my a, mind. You know what I mean? This in my is own just personal. a little sliver of your entire. Buddha didn't, Buddha didn't believe in God. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, not like the Bible definition of God, but he believed in the eternal life and like an ultimate creator. I mean, he escaped that shit. 
Mm, mm, I don't know if he escaped. Once you that become shit. enlightened, that's what that's the deal. He didn't. He was okay. no longer reincarnated after that. Well, that's the thing. That's the goal. And I know I definitely have talked to you about this before, but the egg theory. I have. I mean, I'm not aware of it, all the specific details, but I have heard about. But you know, our, you know what I'm putting down, where it's just like you eventually live every life ever until you go back to the source and become what it would be considered a god. That's like the the premise of the egg, egg uh, parable. Mm. Um, and I like, mean, like Mormons believe shit like that. Mormons do believe shit like that, but again, Mormons are retarded. So, oh, well, how how can you say one's retarded and one's not? Well, because a 19-year-old kid started Bro, that, the Mormon that, religion. You just said the egg theory to me, and I'm supposed to take that as like something serious. Listen, eggs are very life. serious. Eggs are very serious. Yeah. I mean, which came first, me or the egg? See, the, I the would feel. <laughs> I'm just—I mean—in that—in that question, I would feel like it has to be the chicken. Interesting, don't you think? How'd the chicken get there? Be, I mean, through evolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you wouldn't—you wouldn't have. Well, the wouldn't, Bible wouldn't evolve says into that an egg. You know? does not exist. Yeah, well, <laughs> bro, I don't—I don't know where you stand, my boy. I don't either, dog. Yeah. Trust me, <laughs> like it is a mess up here with my religious and philosophical beliefs. But I do say, I like... Just give me the drugs and let me have a good time. (laughs) I believe in eternal life because regardless of whether it is a conscious conscious change in state where you go from being this... Because, like, you are not the meat suit. You are up here. You are the consciousness inside of your head. Yeah. That is energy. That is energy being conducted inside of a physical state, correct? Upon death, the decay of the physical being... You get launched, and whether 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 or not you believe in eternal life consciously, or you believe that your body, if you believe that you are you, and there's no 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 other you, like you don't get transferred to X point in the universe. Mm-hmm. Either you get your body dissolves, and your nutrients get broken down and get re released into the soil. Yes, when that's, the wood that's rots. what I believe. Yes, that's still eternal life, dude. That is, yeah, energy okay, cannot yes. be created or destroyed. or destroyed. I okay, so that's where we agree because it's like I I I hope that like my consciousness, you know, what I'm saying like I don't need to fucking do any more after this. I don't think you know. I feel like okay, well it's dude, messed up because like one. some people get robbed. You know what I mean? Like at, at a young life, but it's like if I get blessed up enough to live into my 80s and have you know good quality of life or whatever like if i die i just feel like i'm gonna be fucking ready to sleep you know what i'm saying like i'm like, ready I'm right be, now that's some I'm some ready day, right fucking bro, now. some days i wake up and feel that you know what i mean i'm ready right if i died today that is the biggest achievement of my life bro i mean i do feel that man i feel like i've led a fucking crazy enough like wildlife i've done some awesome shit i've seen things that a lot of people don't get to experience. Dude, this is the tutorial. I hate to break it to you. This is the tutorial of what everlasting life is. This is level one. Yeah. This is this is learning the controls, and you figure out who the fuck you're supposed to be, and then when you realize that you're supposed to be whatever it is, you're entirely not meant to be. If that makes sense. I mean, I thought I was gonna be a firefighter, and now I'm doing fucking comedy. So I mean. We, I feel like you never know where the fuck you're going to go. Because you, you know? need an entire lifetime to figure what life is. Bro, that's facts, dude. For real. Because it's like, I mean, my dad, I, I wish, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody does. It's like you just wish that you took some of these fucking gems that your parents were dropping on you your entire life a little bit. You know what I mean? More to heart earlier in life, you know? 
And it's just like, bro, that could have saved me so much fucking heartache and shit. You know what I mean? But it's like, uh, I don't know. Your dad gives you the good info. You know what I mean? I'm gonna dis- <laughs> I'm gonna disagree. You don't think so? <laughs> Dude, it is. Uh, my dad has given me some very useful tidbits throughout the years, but it's never been groundbreaking. Oh, uh, okay. I remember when I w- I will never forget this, and he denies this. So, Dad, when you listen to this episode, I know you fucking told me this, so don't even try to lie to me. I was in seventh grade, and like we're having like we're just having a talk, like a father son talk. You know how you do. And just, I don't know, he was just like, never snort LS- liquid LSD. You will die. I don't All right, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just like, first of all, I haven't even started smoking pot yet. Like, I don't know what you're talking to me about snorting LSD. Did he snort LSD one time? I, apparently not, because he's still alive. Yeah, but maybe he just <laughs> meant, like, die. Like, it'll be a bad trip, you know? I don't know. Bro, I've, I've, I've always wanted to drip uh, liquid LSD in my the eyeballs. Eye. Yeah. I have a, I, one of the dudes I go to jiu-jitsu with, he's done that oh, that's multiple so times. Dope. Multiple times. Bro, it's like, I just need to know that it's it's okay first. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone else does it and then they don't go blind, like, give me that fucking shit. I'll drip them right in there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, people do it all the time. Yeah, but it's just like, I don't want to get, like, that bad batch, and then some, I mean, my eyes get fucked up or some shit. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Just, yeah, like, I mean, the actual yeah. physical ramifications oh, bro, anytime, of putting shit in your eyes. Anytime I take drugs like that, like, I always, like I, like, I ask the dude, like, you know, have you been selling this for a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, have you had good <laughs> experience? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the wise thing to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a teenager no more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll never forget, dude. Like, it was my first, it was Camp Bisco, my first Camp Bisco, and... It was my job to find the L. That's all I had to do. My mm-hmm. friends paid for my ticket. They said, just find us acid. I was like, can do. Two days before the music festival, no, no acid. acid. I'm just like, what the fuck, guys? Like, I'm sorry. I've been trying. I've been looking. I've been looking real hard. I promise. And out of the blue, this guy I had bought weed off of a couple of times hits me. He's like, hey, dude, do you, like, do you trip? And I was like, fucking yeah, I do. Yeah, I do trip. He's like, well, I got this Grateful Dead blotter, like a shit ton of it. Like, this guy just came off the tour with him. I was like, I have a shit ton of it. Yeah. I actually have four tabs of those at the house right now. Oh, uh, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? How much for two strips? And he was like, dude, I'll hook you up. I'll do 120 for two strips. And I was like, so. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Get there, pick it up. And we go. And I'm just like, guys, I fuck, I got. Like, it was the day of. Like, we are leaving this evening to yeah, go to so Bisco. You came in clutch. Can't we'll get there? <laughs> and when I, I was like, guys, I got the fucking hell. Like, we're going, let's do this. I was so hyped. We get up there and we're setting up camp, and the, the vibes immediately just start fucking just coming together. You're just like, I'm home. Like, I'll, like so this guy was just like, hey, I got some edibles if anyone's interested. I was like, I have no money, uh, but I have some acid. Uh, if you'd like, like, if you want to trade, he was like, yeah, and I'll take like three hits and I'll give you three edibles. I'm like, perfect, deal. Give him the L, gives me the edibles. I eat the edibles, like, on site. Um, and then, like, an hour later, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, um, I'm not feeling a goddamn thing from this acid, and I ate all three hits. And I was like, I'm sorry. Um, let me investigate. I eat three tabs of acid. Nothing. Damn, dude. Bro, it was medical tape. Bro, that sucks, dude. I got ripped off by a fucking junkie. 
Damn, dude. Yeah. That's some that's a shitty story, bro. Did, were you able to get some acid at the oh, show? Oh yeah, of course. Well, that's, that's, Bisco, that's, dude. that's what I'm saying. So like like I, the, the the whole story has like this drama to it, you know what I mean? But I'm, like the whole time in the back of my head I was just like, can't you just get some drugs at the show? Oh, yeah, like, dude, trust me. We we found the drugs. Yeah. It was like nah, that still sucks to get beat on that. Bro, 120 bucks? When I had you knew $140, barely. Like I bought I picked up weed off of like maybe three times. Oh, gotcha, gotcha cuz I would yeah. If I knew him, I knew him. Found yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, I did. I ne- it's like the whole thing when it was going down. I was like, this seems a little sus. I'm meeting him in front of a library when he lives in Mannheim and I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm just like, and his dad was picking him up. Like it was just a lot. Like all these things that were setting off red flags. I was just like, no, he's had good weed before. I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. And then I find out afterwards. From our mutual friend who introduced me to him, then that he was a formal, former former uh, dopehead. Well, okay. And I was just like, "Well, it looks like say, somebody fucking relapsed, dude." I was gonna say I wouldn't take a weed dealer to, for the bait and switch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, if you're selling something a little bit harder, yeah, I get it. But yeah, but yeah, dude, just straight up, just got beat. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I've been pretty fortunate over all the years. I I haven't had any bunk. Well, maybe not any bunk drugs. Maybe maybe some that like didn't hit as good as like I was expecting. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, I've definitely been sold some false shit. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I took this e pill one time. It was supposed to be like pure fucking MDMA pressy, right? Just top of the line. I thought you can't press. No, you can press. Um, you pure can... MDMA. No, you can press. Really? Yeah. I thought that that was the whole reason that the Molly came in like the clear capsules. No. That was just how it was coming at the time. Mm. People, I mean, you have to put like. I a, thought that that was the whole point of stacks was because you had to bind it with something. Yeah, I mean, you have to have the the layer that holds it all together, and like that in itself is not the drug, but you can, in theory, press. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Make, to make the pill. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I bought this e pill and it was supposed to be top of the line. I'm looking at it. I'm just like, this looks a little suspect. But I talked to my buddy who took the same thing the night before, or what I thought he took the well, like he. I was like, hey, you ate what she gave last night? He's like, yeah, dude, I was rolling face. I was like, all right, what the fuck? And I eat it. I'm just like, this isn't anything. Like, and like I remember like, no, nah, I'm not going to talk about that on this because it doesn't mm-hmm. involve me. But um, just straight up was not anything. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was, but like, I, it, like, it hit me. And I was just like, I don't feel good. Bro, that's the worst. Oh, you didn't even feel good? No. Oh, man. It, that's, was, see, that's it wasn't the worst, even like dude. a roll. I was just like, I'm paranoid. Yeah. I'm paranoid and I'm not having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like, I mean, anytime you take psychedelics, it's like, it's already 50 50 chance. You know what I mean? Things are going good or not. You know what I mean? From the get. So it's like to get some shitty stuff, man. Well, this wasn't even psychedelic. I mean, I guess like some people argue that MDMA is a psychedelic drug. Yeah, no, like, I've definitely I, had some yeah, psychedelic. I, I, I wasn't making that reference necessarily. I mean, I've done a, a ton of ecstasy, but I never saw shit. You know what I mean? Oh no, nothing I mean, like that. But like, like the like, revelations from, from the, that happened. Oh, I was gonna happened. say like from like light shows and stuff. I mean, you do get like the <laughs> yeah. you do get the tracing and like you know what I mean all that shit. I fucking mm, I miss that, bro. This this been a minute, dude. I like rolling face is fun, but like it gets old. Like no, if I could for, just for if real. I could condense all drugs to be like an hour to two hours, like I I would Straight love up. I would love to trip some balls here soon. No, but listen, I do not have the twenty four hours. 
bro that for is real necessary. that's what i'm saying like i have to time <laughs> out like i mean i have you know mushrooms and acid or whatever but it's like now it's like i don't even do them because like not like i don't want to or whether i want to it's because i don't have the fucking time you know what i mean it's like uh oh i mean i like i took a half a tab of acid today um but it was like earlier i fucking knew that i had okay 10 hours from now 12 hours from now like i'm not trying to go to sleep yet you know what i mean like it's right. okay like i yeah. can do it you have a day yeah i have you, the fucking like, day you know not, what I mean? like yeah and oh by the way like if you fucking go to the gym like Half a tab of acid is the best pre-workout I've ever fucking had <laughs> in my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you are focused, fucking, you are in the zone. The music fucking hits on a different level. I'm telling you. I don't know. I just had to fucking get that no, out. No, get there. it out. Yeah, man. Get it out, dude. It looks like... I'm a fucking gym rat or a douchebag, as some people call. No, <laughs> you care about your figure and you care about your health. Yeah, man. I mean, You're crushing it, dude. You're a fucking... It. You're a good-looking guy, Greg. Uh, I appreciate it, <laughs> I miss the top knot though. Not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I, I identified like, you with the top knot. Bro, when I think about it now, like for some reason, all I just think about is like, wow, that that was sad, Greg. <laughs> like the, that like Greg seemed confident at that point, but that was a sad Greg. Greg? Not so confident. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, building it up. Nah, nah, man. Dude, th this last year, bro. I mean, I hope for you too, man. But like, seriously, for me, like, I feel like I am crushing life, dude. Like, my job's going well. Financially, things are going good. Comedies, you know what I mean? For the most part, like, I mean, yeah, I was in this fucking slump. But like, I'm in, in the big picture, like, I'm doing good. Um, I'm healthy. I'm fucking happy, bro. Like, it's like, I'm fucking, I got no complaints, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm, I'm killing it out here. I, I hope you feel similar, What'd you bro. say? That you are beating walls only. Yeah, yeah Strictly dude. beating walls only. <laughs> My boy, one year later, again. Woo! Fucking full circle. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, bro. Are we at an hour? No, I'm just, we're over an hour. I was just like, no, I just, I was like, I was like, oh, is that what he's going for for the end, the, no. the outro? <laughs> no. All right, see you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> But no, dude, like seriously, um, I don't know. If like if I'm honestly reflecting, um, yeah, I, I fucking nailed this year. Um Bro, I think so, dude. You I, fucking, no, I really do. Bro, I really you, do you, think so. You've I done a comedy crushed. competition. I've I've never even been oh, I mean, well that, that one in West Virginia, but that was like not the same as like Philly's funniest, you know what I'm saying? And to compete on that level, like to get your name out there, that's cool. You got this fucking pod, you know what I mean? My biggest my biggest flex. Is that I open? I and, uh, I've gotten shit for saying this, but I opened for Mark Norman, and I didn't open for Mark Norman, but I was on a stage when was that? before him. Oh, that was that New York show. Yeah, the New York show with Jim Gillespie was on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I fucking that was the best set of my life. Really? I fucking slaughtered, start to finish. That's awesome. Start bro. to finish, I slaughtered seven minutes of fucking. <laughs> Really? Yeah. That's fucking like, awesome, dude. Peak, a peak Joe performance, and and like I was supposed to get a tape, and I was so hyped for this tape. And I distinctly remember talking to Josh afterwards. I was like, "Bro, I got some fire tape coming. Uh, I'm gonna like help me and like help me get this to places because yeah, like yeah. this could be it." Tape never fucking showed. Julius, you son of a bitch. Did you pay for, for it? fucking? T no, it's supposed to be free. Oh. Because instead of getting paid. Instead of getting paid money, I got a free fucking tape. And he it came through with the first tape. 
And that was the one I put up on YouTube of this, uh, oh, okay. uh, from Stand Up New York. And four fucking times, asshole, you told me that this tape was coming. Never. Damn, dude. That's not once, up. not never. Yeah, but man, seriously, but I mean, thank that's you. another thing, too, though. Thank like, you, Julius, for giving me the opportunity, but fuck you. That's hilarious. Yeah, bro, but it's like, uh, that's another thing, bro. You you're perform- you performed in New York. I, I haven't been up to New York yet. That's got to be a different Do you want animal. To? Do you want to? Uh, I mean, not with Julius. If, no, if, if, like, if, you, <laughs> if you want to work for free and have to bring six people, then yeah, I can hook you up. Like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that, no, Charles no, just did stand up New York. I mean, it is worth it just to be like, yo, I went to New York and I did stand up. But yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't know either. But I'm yeah, just like, I, every, I, the, bro, every pro I, comic the, the, talks the about bringer the, shows, the bringer shows. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's not what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like at least me personally, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that. But. Dude, fucking, <laughs> I'll never forget. I was really panicking that I wasn't gonna make my quota for the Mark Norman show, and I hit up Raj. Right, I hit up Raj Balani. I was like, "Hey, man, uh, I hate to do this, but like, is there any chance you're gonna be in New York this week, uh, or if any of your friends would want to come to this? Like, I'm really freaking out. I'm not making my quota." Uh, and he was just like, "He he let me down the nicest way possible." I fuck, I do really love Raj Balani. Oh, yeah, Raj he's a fucking dude. great guy. Yeah, and he just let me down. He's just like, he's like, "Hey, man." Um, I'm at the point now in my career where I don't come in a five mile radius of a bringer show and none of my friends are coming. That's <laughs> hilarious. And he gave me he gave me like this broken down thing of just like the problem with bringer shows, the respect that or the lack of respect for the up and coming comics. Like the people you're you're performing for and hoping see, they're like not interested yo, at all. Straight up Raj, and bro. Was, yo, yo yeah, that's him like, dropping the fucking knowledge like, on you. I was bro. like, bro, thank you. This is exactly what I was looking for. Straight like, up. I knew, I know I'm getting my fucking dick tugged, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, oh, New York homie. Yes, exactly. You know, but I was just like, maybe there's a glimmer of hope. And Raj was just like, nah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's you, the hope you know that they're selling. <laughs> but, but Raj is a real fucking homie then, you know what I'm saying? Cause Dude, it's like, I respected like, the he's, fuck He's not sugarcoating, that. like, the shit. And it's like, I see, you know, these other, like, whatever, newer comics possibly, whatever, but they get they get fucking roped into that, and it's like, yo, you are literally walking them in fucking a hundred and twenty dollars, you know what I'm saying? If not more, if not more, like the with first- the drink, oh, you know, drinks, whatever, uh-huh. you know, what I mean, this all this shit, like, for what? For you to get, you know, what I mean, the the five minutes that that you could have had. I had thirteen anyway. people show up to my first show, thirteen, at twenty five bucks a pop. You brought th- thirteen people. Yep. Yeah, bro. That's fucking. And then I had and, my free and you, show. And you got none. You got nothing but a nothing, tape. Nothing but a tape. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very thankful for that. Oh, tape. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I, I, but yeah. nothing but a tape. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, man. I I just these people that use the the bringer shows for credits and shit. Like I'm just like, bro, that is not cool. Hey, to, I do that. To me. <laughs> I, okay, I'm sorry, bro. I, I, <laughs> Those bringer shows got me a spot to open up for Mark Norman, man. <laughs> did you open for him though? I did. I did. I I, I was. Uh, you just said you were at the same show. You said. Yeah, I mean, he. I went up to comics before him. Yeah. And uh, you gotta, I was like, I put it, I initially said that, and I like, when I wrote out the Facebook, I was like, where well, I'm gonna open for Mark Norman, I was just like, 
this seems a little false. But upsell send. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, nah, I mean, bro. You it's gotta like, make it sound good a little. No, like, I, I I get it, bro. I mean, we're we're in this in this game of uh, smoke and mirrors and and illusion. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you get, and like, that's what really pisses me off, bro. Like, it, I'm just trying to be funny. funny. And I think I like, dude, like. I really struggle with telling myself that I'm funny after eating shit, 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 um, after eating shit. I have a hard time of telling myself I'm funny, but then when I have like these moments where I just fucking slaughter, yeah, like I like I, I know in my heart that I'm a fucking killer. It's like you could do it, yeah. yeah. And it's like Bro. like those shows in New York, dude. They fucking boosted my confidence beyond measure. Yeah, man, and I'm just like. I think about that often, bro. Like we, you know, people, I don't know, every time I talk to anybody who's not a comic, you know what I mean, uh, or familiar with comedy, you know, I tell them like where I'm doing comedy and they're like, oh, well, why don't you just, why don't you want to move to New York or why don't you move to Philly or whatever? And it's like, yo, you guys don't realize like how strong this fucking scene is that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I, I have been to a couple other states and perform with these other comics, like, and I'm not trying to take anything away, but like, yo, this, these fucking Harrisburg, Lancaster motherfuckers, dude, out here in PA, like, they fucking get it in, and they are funny. Killers. And it's like, yeah, exactly, killer. killers. I go to other spots, and and it's like because I'm in this fucking, it's like it's like being an Olympian, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm I'm constantly chasing people who are better than me, you know what I'm saying? Which makes me better. And then it's like, and then I go to these other places and fucking crush. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, how long you been doing this? And bro, it's like, and that's the thing. It's like people ask me these questions. I don't like to like throw these things out because I don't think it's about years. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at all. I think people get too wrapped up and like, oh, I've been doing this 10 years, so I fucking deserve this or I deserve that. It's like, nah, bro, you either get the fucking craft, get the politics off stage as well. Because like the more that I'm getting into this, as much as I hate to fucking say it, is like 25% of what we do is fucking writing jokes and performing on stage. The rest of getting fucking shows, getting booked, fucking, you know, doing all this shit is playing the fucking politics, fucking playing games with these people that you might not, not necessarily like, you know what I mean? But you have to placate to these fucking people because they're the fucking ones that hold the spot. You know what I'm saying? Amen, brother. Amen. Preach. Yeah, Let me get Amen from the Lord. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. That's like, not that's not, like, not to get on my fucking soapbox, but like no, that that's the one problem like with is, our scene. I mean, it's not our scene specifically, no, though. I mean, it it's, is, it's, it's lots. That of, it's is everywhere. the comedy industry. Period. Yeah. Like, especially at this level, we are all clawing for an opportunity to break out and get the fucking club spot. Just one. Like we just want the one club spot to be able to show what we can do to get reinvited for that club spot again. Yeah, that's all. That's all we fucking want is to be able to quit our day jobs and fucking get a paid residency or fucking hit the local, just like the tri-state area club circuit. Like if you like if you're a fucking solid comic and you hit the tri-state club circuit, just between because like bro, Ohio. Baltimore, well, Baltimore is a ten state, but Ohio, Maryland, New Jersey, New York. Yeah, bro, that and that's that's how I view it. I feel like, like this is like a central a hub, bro. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm two and a half hours away from New York if I want to fucking go. I'm I'm an hour and a half away from Philly. 
I'm fucking an hour and a half away from Baltimore. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't need, like, I mean, at least at this point right now. But I'm just saying, these guys up here, however you view it, good or bad, are fucking cutthroat. You know what I'm saying? And it makes you fucking strong. It makes you a better comic. And I'm telling you, like, these guys around here are coming through, man. Like, fucking Team PA, bro. Like, I'm not even from here. PA has definitely grown on me, you know what I'm saying, as my home. Like, I fucking love this place, and I love the people that I'm fucking involved with this with, you know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That feels like a good time to wrap it up. I'm good, bro. We're at an hour and a half. We're at an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, fucking piss. You remember how I like to end? How you do it? Positive affirmations, bitch. Uh, I know it's been a year, but come on. I love it. Positive affirmations. Bro, I at work... I I constantly walk around and I say to myself, I am a vessel of positivity. I am a vessel of positivity. And then are when you trying I to convince yourself, uh, yeah, that's that's what everybody fucking asks me. They're like, are you are you like saying it or are you just telling yourself? Uh, but no. And then also like when I drop off my checks to my table, I whisper to them, I am a money magnet. I am a money magnet. Do they? Does anybody? Has anybody ever heard you? Uh, well, I, I mean, I share the money magnet things with everybody because I, I, I want everybody to tap into that energy. You know what I'm saying? But Money magnet. I'm money I magnet. am a money magnet. Is that your positive affirmation or do you want to do you want to construct one from scratch? Uh, I mean, I didn't think of one off off the top of my head. I didn't know where we you're doing this. You got one? I can do one. Yeah, I normally yeah. just leave it up to the guest. Oh, but- I got to make one up? Yeah. It's your fucking episode. Oh, I mean, I, I do. Do you want I me? Mean, do you want me to warm, mean, no, warm me up? Do you want me? To, do you want me to host for you? Give you a, a preemptive positive affirmation. It, I mean, if you got one, I don't know if I could make one up off the top of my head, but I do think I am a vessel of positivity. Is 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 a good one. That is a good one. Is that what you're going with? I think so. I'm content with that. You're a vessel of positivity. I am a. Ve- I mean, no one believes that shit, but I believe I am that a shit. Vessel of positivity. I fucking believe that shit. Yeah. Fucking Greg telling nobody to believe fucking this fucking guy, dude. I love Greg to death. Everybody, Greg is uh, is one of my top five favorite people of all time. That's very nice of you, bro. I'm I not love even you, kidding. Man. I'm not even kidding. Top five people, easy. There's Kayla Clump. That's number one forever. Kayla Clump. It's a good friend of mine. Number two is Allison. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Clump beat out Allison. That's crazy. Kayla Clump is my favorite person. <laughs> she is the sweetest little redhead f- like girl ever. That's hilarious. Uh, she's dating a, a good friend of mine who is not one of my favorite people, Jesse. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck you, Jesse. Yeah, fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> but no, seriously, dude. I fucking every time we have like a solid conversation, it's never. A bad conversation. We just Bro. let it rip. We just let it fly. Nah, man. You are a good friend to me, man. Seriously, I do. I'm very thankful that uh, we met each other through through this shit. You know what I'm saying? And Bro, actually, I mean, we would have met each other regardless because, like, you know people that I fucking know. Right? You know what I mean? Like, outside. It's like, it is a small world. You know what I mean? Like, like how you, about the fact you know that my your sister, sister was yeah. here and I had no fucking idea? Yeah, bro. I was like, your name's Story? I, I said, fucking I was like, so cool, yeah. dude. I was like, oh, this guy, Joe Amat. <laughs> She's like, Joe Amat. She's like, let me see a picture. And I pulled it up. She's like, oh, I know that guy. I was hanging out of this house that one time. Yo, dude, it was crazy. Like a week later, one of the girls that was here for that party fucking was murdered. What? Murdered. Not died and OD'd. 
murder. Damn, bring this shit up on your conspiracy episode. This what, isn't what a conspiracy. We know what happened. We know what happened. We know what happened. There was an ongoing investigation. She was and we... strangled to death. <laughs> Yo, actually. For real? For real. Holy shit. All right, so we'll, we'll just tell the story. So um, she came here. We had a great night. Like, like we all just, like, I know... You're not. You weren't there, but Storm was there. We were there for the fucking Couchlands excision set. It was a nice little fucking rave we had going on in here. Wait, Vibes so the were night immaculate. that my sister was here, someone got murdered. No, later no, no, on? no, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, wait, yes, later on. The fo- literally the following week. Oh, okay. No, the no, following no, no. Oh, week. Okay. And so, like, we had Couchlands here. You know, we had a great time. It was a blast. Following weekend, I go up to the cabin for a work weekend, and uh, on my way home, my friend. Uh, text me. She's like, "Hey, you got a second? And for some odd reason, this girl just popped into my head. I was just like, "I hope she's okay," because like the girl who texted me was like good friends with her. The the girl who okay. Who died. So you got this text, and then without her saying it was about this girl, you had a a, a thought, a moment where you were like, girl. "Oh, that girl. I hope I this hope girl's she's okay. okay." Yeah. And she's obviously, like, she's like, no. "Can can you can you call me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll call." Her. I'm like, hey. What's up? She was like, I don't know how to tell you this. And like, I hear her starting to like choke up mm. over the phone. It's like, is everything okay? She's like, they found a blank, blank name dead in her car this morning in Harrisburg. And I was like, fuck, that's crazy. And at first they thought they were just thinking it was an OD because like she kind of had like, like a drug problem a little mm. bit. Mm. And, and that, that was kind of like the story that we were getting up until literally we were going with. She went out on a date with this guy. They got drugs. The drugs were bad. She died. They panicked. Tried he to bailed. They 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 bailed. Um, that was the story that we were getting for a majority of the investigation until like right up until the end, where it was just like, no, this guy drugged her, raped her, and then killed her, and then. Wow. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, you believe in God right now? <laughs> no, I do believe in God. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I do believe in God, but that shit was crazy. That is crazy, man. I don't know. But I, because I, you believe in God, dude, you got to believe in the devil. The devil is out here doing his work. I mean, he's killing it out here. <laughs> dude is crushing. Yeah, yeah. With these goddamn furries. <laughs> Oh, that's a dark way to end this episode. I was I was thinking that. I was like, how that's am I gonna get out of this? Yeah, I was like, right. I was like trying to think of like a joke. I'm like, fuck it. Rape and murder, not funny. Yeah, that's... well, maybe rape, but <laughs> whoa, 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 you are this uh, ending, dude. You know, we. Uh, I'll just do my positive affirmation. Yeah, yeah, hit that positive <laughs> we'll affirmation. Fucking, yeah. We'll dig out of this hole. <laughs> I should not be laughing, but here I am. Uh, my positive affirmation for this week. Dude. Just get back up. Just get back up. Everybody experiences a point where they get knocked the fuck down. Just get back up. You only fail when you don't get back up. You know, we were all, everybody out there ever is trying to do something. But it it is the people who continuously, despite their flaws, despite their their fails, they get back up to doing and setting out to accomplish what their initial goal was. You can you can lose ten years in a row, but you only fail at that goal 
when you stop and you don't get back up. Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I fully agree with that. I feel like, uh, I mean, I was experiencing that for a little bit myself. It's like, uh, like the ones who are successful are the ones that take that fucking beating and get the fuck back up. You know what I mean? Get so the fuck back up. Dude. I think I think that was a nice this, this nice is, way. This is a goddamn mosh pit. Get the fuck up. Hell yeah, fucking <laughs> one one year beating walls only. Fuck get yeah, the dude. fuck up. I'm out of beer, but cheers. cheers. Fuck yeah. But hey, we ain't never been down with beating walls only, son. We're all going up from here. So, Gregory, thank you. This is a great anniversary episode. Oh, thanks, bud. I always love. Sorry, do you mind you. if I shamelessly plug my? Absolutely not. Instagram. We were getting, we were getting there. Oh, my bad, my yeah. bad. I was just, I thought we were ending it right there. But no. uh, yeah, if, uh, if any of your listeners or whatever can get on Instagram, follow me at Greg Nolan Comedy. Uh, I would really appreciate the follows. Thank you very much. Yes, go follow him. Better yet, go fucking see him do stand up. Greg is hilarious, like actually funny, not just like oh he's cheeky. No, he's hilarious. He's almost as hilarious as he is good looking. And he's not an ugly guy, so. Damn, dude, I'm killing it. Yeah, dude, he's fucking crushing and he's slinging dick. Um, and you have a show in Hamburg this weekend? I do have a show in Hamburg. What but else? It'll be over by the time this comes out, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. We are two weeks out. We're, yeah. we're celebrating a little preemptively. I, don't know, I, got, I, got, I got some other shit coming up, but yeah, no, it's all good. Just uh, yeah, follow it. me on Instagram, and then, uh, and then I'll post my shit up there. So Follow him on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, follow my Instagram. Let me know. I'm not just talking to the fucking space. If not, whatever. No big deal. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls Only, another episode in the books. Happy. Thank you. Thank you to everybody for this year. Uh, thank you to everybody who's listened. Thank you. Most importantly, thank you to all the guests who've been on. Um, couldn't have, have done it, obviously, without you. You've seen my solo episodes. Uh, hope to see you guys more in the future. And love you all. And see ya.